This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code WALKINGTHEROOM. Squarespace, it's not an octagon. It's not an octagon. <laughs> it's not an octagon. Yet. Yep. Um, that's just going to go eight-sided. Did you know the octagon has eight sides, or are you just fucking dumb? No, no, no. I knew it had eight sides. Did you? Yeah. What about a dodecahedron? That's so, that's 10 something, 10 hundred, 10, 10, 10,000 sides. <laughs> that's 10 hundred sides. You're listening to the Geometry Podcast. Oh my God. We talk shapes. All math, all the time. <laughs> Four plus nine, Greg. Right angle. <laughs> oh, walk in the room. Room. Hey, uh, here's the thing. Name, I have. My I name's ha- Dave Anthony. I'm Greg. I'm Barron. sorry. I was going to do a, a greeting to the to who uh, the customer <laughs> to the customer. Shout down the shout down inside the empty can. You know the people we just yelled numbers at. <laughs> they love, I was going to say that's hello. the way they love it. I we could do it. In, we should do one whole show that's just binary code where we just shout out zeros and ones. I like that you think that isn't what you've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, hey, don't forget this weekend is uh, Bring the Rock at uh, on Saturday night at Sketchfest, and then Vague Stories where I'm gonna record because they're two minute podcasts. I'm gonna record uh, ten of them. Oh, with Dick? With well, no, ten of them, and then I'm gonna interview my dad. So, and then I'm gonna do a little, little stand up ten podcasts. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do them exactly like I do them. I'm gonna do them, I'm not gonna do them into microphones. I'm gonna do it with my phone, right on to SoundCloud. They should sponsor us. I thought that SoundCloud wanted to sponsor the... They do. They the sponsor Vague Stories, but they should be over. Do they, are they sponsoring Vague Stories now? They're just helping it out. What kind They're, of checks are you bringing in? Fuck, the same <laughs> kind the band makes, dude. Fat checks. Walking the room checks. I don't do... <laughs> it's not an enterprise I'm involved in at this point that makes any money at all. So, ba- so basically what you just told people out there is that you're going to record 10 of something that you could record any time because they're only two minutes are you going to put them all up at once? No, I'm going to put them up. I'm going to put them up every week as an like I'll probably do one so on Tuesday. So what you're doing already now. You put one up every week. Yeah. So you're going to keep doing what you're doing. Yes, except so I'm going to do it live and I'm going to take suggestions oh, live. and every it's live and then every uh suggestion will be a 2-minute podcast. So I'll ask people for any I just give me any topic to so go on. So you've taken vague stories and turned it into a shitty improv podcast. I mean, <laughs> yes. Have you heard Matt Besser's improv podcast? Because that's a good one. Yeah, this, but improv this isn't like, like give me a city and kind of thing. It's like, you know, tell us what you know about. I'm not going to make it up. I'm going to tell you what I fucking know about dectahedrons. It's Do- a dinosaur. Oh, you mean the dodecahedron? It's a dinosaur. Not, de- not it's a dectahedron. It's a, di- it's a dinosaur. <laughs> it's not a dinosaur. It is a dinosaur. <laughs> it's a winged, it's a winged, be- it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a chicken. It's a prehistoric chicken. <laughs> it's a prehicken. It's okay if, like, if you don't. Here's the, here's thing. the thing. If you don't know stuff, it's okay to just not say anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't. Not fill, during a podcast. Don't fill I the find vo- that's not good to not talk during the podcast. But don't fill the void or or fill it with stuff that <laughs> fill it with stuff you actually know about. That's what all I. <laughs> 
Somebody has to make hot air. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and disagree. I mean, besides a furnace, I'm going to disagree with a person. Here's what I say to those people. Come warm yourselves by the hot air I'll be blowing oh, at God. 4 o'clock at the punchline. Um, and then the Monarchs were playing in the Bring the Rock show. is packed with What's people. What's going on at 4 o'clock? It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon at the punchline. What, the Bring the Rock? No, no. Vague stories. That's Sunday night. Wait a minute. You're doing, you're doing it live. At the punchline. 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. What in the fuck happened to you? Who's going to go see Veg Stories? If it's just me and my dad. Oh, and your t- dad. And, and Tim loves comedy, which is probably what it'll be. Maybe even Chad Edge, if for some reason he drifted down. If it's just the four of us, it'll be perfect. Now it just sounds. Now it just sounds. But it could be like, amazing. We don't know who's going to show up. No, I think we do. <laughs> I think we very much. I know. think we might we might be surprised. I don't I know. know. I, I just don't know don't, who's going to come. Here's the thing. I respect Dick Barron a lot. I think Dick Dick Barron's a great guy. I don't think you should drag him into this bullshit. He's already been on through. one episode. I at the yeah, dog, we that, did live from the dog show. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't on a stage. At the now you're dragging your dad into yep. your fucking yep. sordid sad life. Yep. And like he doesn't, he already has to sit in the audience and watch it and <laughs> suffer that no, way. Now you got to drag his poor but ass up gonna, on stage. Yeah, I'm gonna bring him in. I'd love for your dad to come out. Your dad should be on dad, Hey, Dad, if you're listening, go down to the punchline. What day? It's, it's Sunday. Sunday. This Sunday? A week from today. A week from today. This Sunday, uh, this the San Francisco punchline at 4 p.m. 9th, yeah. Tell them, tell them who you are. If you've, have you guys met? Yeah, we've met. We met at your, uh, we met at the, uh, uh, your wedding. At the, uh, re- not the wedding, the but reception. You, the reception you had, yeah. Uh, then go up to Greg and say, hey, I'm I'm the Red Menace, and he'll put you on stage. I'll know you who can he is. Part of the, he can be part of the vague stories. Yeah. Boy, that'd be something. Ask him about uh, global warming. I will. And then I'm, but I'm just going to, we'll, here's the problem. I won't be able to argue with him. <laughs> Sounds right to me. When we come back, cookies. <laughs> when we come back, there will be cookies. There will be sweaters and there will be cookies. So Seattle won the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, that's and pretty. That's pretty, they're um, uh, fucking douchebags. That's my. I, it's only good that they won the Super Bowl, which makes the 49er loss a little less painful. Like, oh well, I guess they were going to be Super Bowl champs. Whoever got there was going to win because Denver was awful. Yeah, I guess they really Just were remarkably awful. Well, they played high school football tonight. It was unbelievable. Bruno too. Mars, I would say, won. Bruno Mars won everything. Like the watching the those four Fox guys try and talk their way back into the game after Bruno Mars was like, that was hot. And speaking of hot, the offense better get hot over in Denver. Like they had nothing. Like it, it should, one guy should have just said, by the way, you're watching the worst Super Bowl in the history. Cause the last, it was the worst Super Bowl ever. But the last Since, 10 years or so, the games have always been fairly good. Like yeah. they have gotten better. Yeah. This was flat out disappointment. It was a horrible Super Bowl. The whole Bowl. thing was, but even it being in New York, yep. but really New Jersey. Yep. You know, yeah, it was all. It's got the Chris it. Christie stink all over it. At one point, at one point, they showed a shot of the East Rutherford like courthouse, and they're like, "Boy, this is just a beautiful area." And I was like, "That's that's there's nothing beautiful about that. You're showing a shitty building." By that's the way, not we learned pretty. we learned another musical lesson tonight. If you're ever wondering what's the right amount of Red Hot Chili Peppers, that was it. That's the oh, exact. No, I disagree. Perfect amount. I disagree. I it, had they been clothed, I might say yes. But you're fifty. Put your fucking shirt on. By the way, you're 50. If I look like... Th- I am 50. I don't look like that. If I did, shirt off. No. I'd do the whole podcast shirt off. No, you're still... No, there, I would totally... They look great. No. take Put For your 50. shirt on. You're old. You put have it, some respect. Put, take it off. Have some fucking respect. Take your pants off. The only guy you should have a shirt off is Burt Reynolds. I should... <laughs> the old... The old Burt Reynolds. 
fur rug. By the way, guys, go ahead and Wikipedia Burt Reynolds. He made some good movies. Actually, just watch The Longest Yard. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough, right? That's my right? Burt Reynolds impression. Yeah, yeah. semi-tough was good. Uh, semi, no, Gator. Gator is fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, there's and there was another one where he Deliverance was, uh, running. Uh, what was the other one? But he did a couple of those. Uh, I'm driving a fast car movies. Gator and another one. Uh, Turner and uh, Turner uh, Gator. Uh, Sharky's uh, Machine is a good movie. Sharky's Machine is not a bad movie. Uh, so he's made some. He's, he's made some around. good ones. He's done all right. That guy, that Sharky's Machine, is one. Of the The guy jumped out of the building onto the the like an air pad. So that stunt is real. Like he jumps off the top of the building. Yeah. So that's it. That was like a really big deal at the time, right? And then he made the movie Stuntman, which is actually not that bad. And then he made the movie Cuntman, which is terrible. That's, I don't think that happened. It's terrible. I'm he, not he sure. Just, all the whole movie is just him off screen, and then he pops up and he wipes his mustache and he goes, "Yeah, Cuntman." It's a bummer. The whole film is. A I bummer. read. I read my new favorite word. Uh, a guy was describing that like it was the twelve best half, the ten, whatever, the best half times ever. Best and worst half times ever. I don't. I don't like any of the half times. Best and worst half times ever. I read this one was good. I, I was impressed with Bruno Mars. I, I thought the, the sound, I thought the, the petty one was real good. The sound at the beginning was bad. So this guy goes, and this was really true. Like it was like a kind the of Richard a cultural Pe- the moment. Richard Petty one. Yes. Yeah. When Richard Petty just drove around in a car. What about the one where they? The act- one where he got up. He actually he just did the Michael Winslow thing and he just went. Bah, bah. What about the one where they they reenacted the first uh, twenty five minutes of the movie The Postman. I like that. You thought that was a good one? I like that. But what, you're getting mistaken. It was Waterworld because he drinks a, his own urine. What about the one where Don Rickles just came out and showed his brown eye? Am I talking about the Super Bowl? Is brown eye his dog? <laughs> it is <laughs> Here's now. the thing. So the guy writing for Rolling Stone said that the 12th, whatever it was, number 12, he said it was the worst and the best one. He said it was the worst because Shania came out yeah, I'm already. I'm. I already think it's the best. And delivered a snormageddon. <laughs> a what? Snormageddon. Really? And stopped her career dead in its tracks. Oh, like Shania it was, was Twain. Yeah, and then uh, no oh, doubt I came out and uh, and fairly crushed it, and then did message in a bottle with Sting. That was good. Who did that? Who did the? Part? No doubt. Okay, whatever. They were um, great. Uh, I like them. Yeah, Shania Twain is a is a boring well, human she's, being. She's hasn't. I don't think she's done anything in a long time. Yeah, well, she was boring. But she was, there was a moment. She had a moment. She was hot. Well, not, not Lang. She not was married hot with to normal folk. Yeah, yeah. People I don't like think it. so. I, thought non, I don't think normal folk. You know Zach Brown Band? I saw them last night. No. They're back in the of a big deal. Who, who else did you see last night? The Foo Fighters. The Foos? The, we, we went to, okay, let's just, okay. <clears throat> last night in New York, there was a suit. We, we okay. Let's go back backwards. First of all, you were there for Super Friday, Bowl weekend. We were. We flew so did you, in. Did you Wednesday bang some? Night. Did you bang some whores? Oh yeah, dude. Amir and I went Bud Light on everybody. Oh, what? I don't know what that means. The point is, <laughs> we were in a tent. We went to. Uh, okay, so we flew in Wednesday night. We did the view on Thursday. So you didn't have to pay for your hotel room at all. No, we did. So was it crazy expensive? No, because the hotel that they kept put us in was like just it was the Beacon by the Beacon Theater. Yeah. So it's fine. It was like, it was expensive. But and I just figured expensive. all the hotel rooms would be sold out because of the Super Bowl. Well, that's what they had hoped. And they overcharged everybody and no one showed up. Uh, they were selling tickets to the game. What? There was the ticket, the game didn't sell out. The whole thing was a bust. <laughs> the whole thing was a bust. There were hotel rooms plenty available because they all the hotels fucking jacked up their prices. So then everyone's like, care. I'm not going to see that Why would game? I go? Well, plus the thing is, like, everyone just wants to go to a party and watch it anyway. Right, and they don't want to be in fucking New York City and then go to New Jersey. 
Nobody wants to do that, right? No, I don't want to go to New Jersey yeah. if I'm in New York City. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. And uh, oh my God, hello, hello. Hold on, we're being. Down the street at Chipotle, so yep. she just showed up at Greg's back door, freaked out that her phone was gone, and sure enough, I had. And she got, get, she yeah. got back to Chipotle. And then she came here, and then what happened was Greg looked at my son, Finn, who's four and a half, who has painted fingernails, black and blue. No, green and red. Well, green and red now. No, green and red. Green and red, uh, because he likes the rocket. Uh, And Greg also has painted fingernails. Um, So this is one of the more disappointing (laughs) moments. (laughs) That's like a moment where you go, fuck, why is it going this way? God. I've showed him so much soccer. I don't understand. Oh my God. You know, now in, in a week, he's going to be walking around the house with a scarf on going, no, my neck looks fat. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, okay. So where were we? So we were in New York. So, so we, uh, we were staying at the Beacon uh, Hotel and uh, we did the view on but Thursday. Can we just say how great it is that they fucked that up by like overcharging people and they fucked themselves? I think it's great. Like, yeah. You fucking greedy yeah. pieces of shit. So the so the the view got us a rate, and we so we paid they okay. paid for yeah. one night, and then we paid for a couple other nights. Yeah, but so, they got you a rate, so it's all good anyway. Even if all that yeah, shit it was happened, fine. But we but Amira had sent me a text and said the the Foo Fighters would like you know Dave and has said do you want to come to this Super Bowl party when we're in New York? And Amira and I haven't spent a lot of alone time together in a long time, so I was like, yeah, that sounds fine. Let's do it. So. uh so we went, and then we have friends there, but we we had a really good um, appearance on the View, if you will. And so they want us to maybe do more stuff. Now talk to me about what a really good performance on the View is. Who's on the View now? Okay, here's it's, it's Whoopi. So it's just the four of them now. It's a very old Barbara Walters. Very oh, old. Oh, she's still there. Barbara, Whoopi, Sherry Shepard, and Jenny. Does does Jenny McCarthy? Oh. Does uh, oh, don't, does don't. I know you guys are friends? That's fine. Uh, does um, does Barbara have a hard time focusing? Yeah, really? sometimes. Yeah, she's very old, and sometimes she's she's like old people are. Yeah, she doesn't sometimes know entirely where she is, yeah. and then sometimes she locks on it, and sometimes she just starts talking in the middle of something. <laughs> so they generally like have you. So they. Ge- <laughs> Look, Bar- at this point, Babs and I could have an amazing podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's shit. not unlike me. Yeah. So, um, and then, so we were the second show. They shot a first show, and then they shoot, they shoot the Friday show on Thursday. So, they also have a male co-host a lot of the time. So, our, male, our male co-host. When did this start happening? It's been a while. Jay Moore just finished a week there. Where by, by the end, he just stopped talking entirely because yeah. uh, Barbara, anyway. Barbara didn't like him? I don't know. It just, some he didn't. issues? More, I, can't I don't see, know. I can't see Jay Moore and Barbara Walters getting on well anywhere except for in the sack. Whatever. Here's the thing. Deshaun Jackson was on our show. Who's that? Deshaun Jackson is a wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's uh-huh. been, he's four years in. He's going to be a pro, you know, he's going to be a pro bowler. Okay. He's the size of Barbara Walters. Right. He's a tiny man. In Silver Linings Playbook, he's the jersey that they I haven't wa- seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. They, there's a jersey that they all wear. It's the I gotta, I gotta get out to the theater and catch that one. It's, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's good. I love it. I've seen it. That's what I hear. I hear it's very good. I liked it. 
Did not enjoy the hustle. Uh, the hustle. American hustle. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it was all right. And I don't like uh, the long con movies. I don't. I never get. I a just. Shit. You know what I feel like? It's too long. Get the con on. It was. Get way your too con long. on. Yeah. And I get it. Here. Anyway, we don't have to fucking go down there. I met Donnie Wahlberg. That's what happened. Wait, wait, where, where'd you meet? At The View? Donnie Wahlberg and Jenny are, have been going out, I guess, for like a year now. Donnie Wahlberg from the Wahlbergs. Donnie Wahlberg of Wahlburger Wahlburger, and New Kids in the Block. Yeah. He produced Wahlburger. He also produces Boston's Finest. Uh And he's been on a series for four or five years now. Blue Bloods or whatever it is? Called Blue Bloods. Yeah. And he's the nicest fucking guy in the world. Like, Amira goes, hey... I thought it was just going to be Jenny and I, but Donnie's showing up and they want you to come. Will you come? I was back in the hotel room. I was like, I don't know. What if he's all fuggy and shit? Like, I didn't know what he was going to be like because I only know him from New Kids. Would have been great if he had decked you. I thought that was a possibility. I mean, but uh, when I got did there. Did you just say you thought he was thuggy from New Kids? Well, just no. From just. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. Because I that's... meant not that he was thuggy for real, but that he was gonna. I thought he would act <laughs> thuggy from New Kids. No, I thought he yeah, was... this motherfucking brony motherfucker no, is no, thuggy up in this no, shit. No, but do you know what I'm saying? Like that he would have that persona, not yeah. that he would be like that, but that he would be a challenge. Well, he was. Well, look, the Wahlbergs were thuggy when they were growing up. No, they were for and, real thuggy. But they were no, they they really hurt people. They no, were no, actually, they were in they were in jail. Yeah, Mark Donnie, was the Mark was the worst. And Donnie like blinded he the guy even told me he said fists. Mark was in. Mark was in the New Kids and decided he didn't want to be in the New Kids and went out and stole cars more and got arrested. Yeah, like they're from they're from Dorchester or whatever. Yeah. They're they're that. Yeah, no, no, they're 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 the actual. But they you know the guys also, that Ben Affleck and Damon but, always right. pretend like they're there. But the they were also guys. a part of the forced busing. So they so the black kids that's all came mo- in there. That's a good movie, by the way. Forced busing. Yeah, I've ever seen it. Um, I think Ben Affleck should make it. It's just about them making buses go places. Well, they force them into people. <laughs> they force them in. It's just a bunch of dudes taking buses up the ass. <laughs> no reason. Oh, my God. Could have been women. Nobody lives. <laughs> Nobody lives. <laughs> I make the worst movies. The worst movie pitches ever. Force busing. So, uh, anyway, we went and had, uh, uh, went and had uh, drinks or whatever. You know, I, I had uh, coffee, whatever. And uh, What time did they shoot he, The View? So the view was in the midday, like uh-huh. midday. We were on the second episode. Yeah. Do it. Goes well, you know. Um, and then we, and then, uh, and then they were all like, you know, great job, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Dr. Oz stopped me. He was Do- on wait, the show. Dr. Oz was there? Mehmet Oz was there. It was so funny. He got in the elevator with us on the way were down you, to you shoot. Like- he got in the elevator and he was like, hey, how's it going? He didn't barely notice us. And then after our segment, he was like, hey, guys. <laughs> and he said to me, I like the way you're dressed. <laughs> I said, thank you, sir. I, they, were, they had shown football pictures of him. It sounds almost like you were in a fake daytime world. Oh, dude, I came to uh, Wait a minute. I met Jeff Probst this weekend. Okay, keep going. Okay. And by the wait, way, so fucking cool. Were you at the daytime Hall of Fame? Is that <laughs> dude, what you were? It, he was so... I, he, I, we'll get there. So anyway... We go and have co- coffee, drinks, whatever. Um, did you ask him what's or, going on with Wahlberg? He's how, like, did you ask him how the season ends? He, so, no, here's what he said. So he goes, he goes, I pit. Anyway, he was super fucking nice, and yeah. he said, I know who you. Are. He goes, I know who you are. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. You must. And have. then he said, you. Well, my remember girlfriend. all those years he didn't work? Yeah. You, right between gigs, a lot of daytime television. <laughs> 
So anyway, he was super fucking nice. Maybe one like one of those people that you're like, oh fuck, we should hang out with him more. Like just a very very nice guy. Yeah. Told us the whole story of how the new kids started because Amir asked him. He's like, you re- really? You want to hear this story? Yeah. Because I talk. I mean, I talk. This is gonna be a long story if you want to hear it. Amir goes, what else are we doing? So he was super cool. So then we 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 uh, then we went out with dinner with friends or whatever. Blah blah. Then, so that was cool. So so Saturday. Did you tell Barbara, did you give Barbara Walters any dating advice? No, but I guess you walked by and went, hey, Greg. Whoopee. We weren't even on the same segment together. She's walked by and gave me the, hey. She oh, hey. she wasn't she wasn't on your segment? You no, it's just whoop? Jenny and I. It was just, it was just there's only four chairs. It's, Jenny has a segment that's just about sex and relationships. Ah. And it's kiss and tell or something like that. And, and it was, so it was Deshaun Jackson and her. And he can didn't I? ask any questions. He starts to ask a question, and you can tell Jenny knows he's not going to be good at asking questions, so she plows right past him because she got to book this. This was like if this went well, she could book other acts on her own. Can I do that segment and just fuck a ham? I don't know why you can't. I can, I, we can definitely, I definitely know he can pitch that to I don't see why that should be I don't see why. I mean, at this point, and they want to help. And I would, I would carve out a hole, and then I would like put pubic hair around it. But here's the thing. Somebody's going to have to anchor the view, you know, because Barbara's leaving. This is it. She's leaving in a couple months. Well, so. she's going to fall down. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, she's she going to slide. She at some point, she's going to slide under she the table. And someone's going to sit. She wears what? She, will, she wears fishnets. She wears fishnets? <laughs> yep, nude fishnets, dude. that pussy is ready for business. She apparently used to in the old days. Oh, yeah. No, no I know. Didn't, yeah, uh, didn't she fuck Larry King in like, like, a, like a habit trail or something? <laughs> Don't I'm po- I'm almost positive that's not the story, but I like I like the idea of that being the story. Dude, then so then uh, Saturday we went to see a play, a musical. What musical? Pippin. Oh, the Scotty Pippin story. <laughs> it's about a guy that refuses to tip. No, no tipping, tipping. No tipping. Pippin is Scott, the greatest. Scotty Pippin. I was great. so surprised because I actually thought. It was a musical about King Charlemagne, but it's not. It's about right. Uh, no tipping, Scotty Pippen. Uh, Dude, be stripping and shit. Did you enjoy the musical? You know what? They More bore than I me. thought I would. They, they, yeah, that usually is how they I, work. I, I used to say that I don't like musicals, but now I'm on a case by case basis. Yeah. This one was really good. Um, but you know, we went with a bunch of friends, and you know what I mean. Like it was. Did you get share popcorn and stuff. I mean, there was there were Twizzlers being handed out. There was a Twizzler. So a bunch of friends went to see Pippin. That sounds. Did you yeah. get front row? Were you were you like the yeah. big dick, big swinging dick people? I mean, we got second or third row. Fuck yeah, you did. It was good. Guy that played Pippin was good. Did you yawn when they were looking at you at all? He had just come from playing Spider Man, apparently. So he well, made that's a, one of the, That's a transition. Yeah, it is from something horrible to something great. Well, like, I don't even like to admit that Spider Man happened. Well, it happened. I no, mean, it, you have it, to admit it. it. it yeah, not, but I wanted to remember. Didn't one Spider-Man get really hurt? Or was I think it might have been this man? kid might have fallen out of that. Yeah, yeah. One of the Spider-Man fell were dropping. Out of the sky. They kept dropping Spider-Mans. Yeah, you can't. You can't make a musical out of Spider-Man. No, no, you. Can't. I wonder. I wonder if like Posehn or any of our other super comic book friends like just walked around their like walked around their house and slammed their heads into their or smashed their. Doll, uh, the action dolls. Like, <laughs> no, like, that Brian, seems to no, me like something that would really upset Brian. No, when, when you're talking about action figures, Brian doesn't have action figures. Brian has dolls, like big baby dolls, <laughs> <laughs> that he's painted Spider-Man faces on. See, Brian was really poor when he was a kid, and he couldn't have Spider-Man dolls, so he tore the hair off yeah. his sister's dolls and then made Spider-Mans yeah. and Batman's out of them. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so that happened. Uh, so okay, so you went to Pippin and you got and you got your fucking song on. Which yeah, is and pretty then, sweet. Yeah, and, and you come out. Is it cold there? It's cold. It's like thirty. It was like thirty. Yeah, it was like eighteen for a while. Yeah. Then we're like fucking exhausted. And are there are there tons of people? Are there is there just no Super Bowl atmosphere? Are there people like Zero. rocking around? Zero football fo- football. Like it wasn't even happening. It could, it could have just been any other Saturday afternoon. Boy, they really fucked that up. Well, here's the thing. So then we go to, so then, okay, so then we go to this thing that the reason we're staying. Grohl, Amira and had run into Dave at school, and he'd said, do you want to come to this thing? So we get there, and we've got backstage passes, but we're sort of in that, you know how like, you know how like backstage areas, if you ever go to them, um, they're not that great, they're tiered. Yes. So there's like I went to like, I went to a like rush one backstage. room, and then there's a second room, yeah. and then there's then there's the there's buses. Third, then there's the third room where I the was, bands are. I was I I went to a rush backstage, and I was in the I was in the third back room that was separated by another back room, and then there's the band. Right. So you're not even backstage. You're just well, you're the guy that gets to so you, you get to say I went backstage, but you didn't actually go backstage. We, right. We're in this room this sort of Budweiser tasting room with a lot of other people that don't have enough pass to get. Right. And at one point, John McEnroe, who's there, just goes, I'm going back. And then he, he heads back. So he was also at the Yankee Stadium uh, NHL uh, outside ice skating uh, event. The was hockey, he? The hockey event, yeah. He goes to a lot of stuff. He does. And the night Every before, time I turn on the TV, the, he's on something. And the night before had been Howard Stern's birthday, which we had also had an opportunity to go to, and we passed it up. But that, that was a been, big event. I, I, that would have been interesting, but I would imagine just chaos. Well, here's how it was pitched to us originally. It's Howard Stern's birthday and Train is playing. And oh, I'm out. I'd rather, yeah, right. I'd rather hear we're going to stick bamboo in your dick hole. Yeah. The so, only thing worse you well, could I mean, I'd actually rather. Ha- the only thing worse you could say is it's Howard Stern's birthday and Counting Crows are playing. <laughs> oh, my God. The, that's the same thing, isn't it? Just different it's, haircuts. Somehow they're worse. Anyway, but it, know, ended you know being, it ended up being it ended up being like the Foo Fighters played and Black Keys at, played at, and at Howard Stern. Yeah, it was thing? a massive so you deal fucked up. and all kinds of comics and stuff. But no, that's not really my thing. I don't like these kinds of things generally, right? right. I don't want to be there for that. If I know people, or I would, or if I was on the bill for some reason, right? So anyway, we're sitting backstage, and we're like, "This is cool, you know, whatever." And then Dave comes out and he's like, "What are you guys doing?" I'm like, "Oh, we're just sitting in the antechamber." And he's like, and then his wife comes out. They come with us. So we go. Now we're back on the bus, and we go through Are the you back. Actually, on the bus. On the bus. We're on the bus. We're on. We're on the Foo Fighters bus. That's pretty great. The bass player is trying to fix. He's literally the bass player is in there looking through all the candy and stuff. And he says, and I said, you having trouble? Can I can I help you pick something out? <laughs> I'm pretty good at this. And he said, you know, here's the thing. We do these shows sometimes are like three hours. And I want to eat something, but it's not that cool to eat on stage, but I have to have something. And I'm thinking if I get sugar, maybe I'll get that rush and then I'll come down. And I go, well, there's jerky sitting right there. Like that's straight up protein, bro. Do you not go that route? And he goes, I totally go that route. So and I you, said, take some jerky. So I'm, I'm helping guys pick so out snacks. So you made the Foo Fighters bus a little gayer. Oh, God, dude. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> then I meet. So then it's Jeff Probst and his wife. Now, apparently. Wait, what? What? <clears throat> fuck, stop it. Probst. Stop it. What the fuck is Jeff Probst putting on the... Fuck rock and roll. Everything's dead. No, no, no. That's fucking horse no, shit. No, not only that, he, they're obviously very close with the girls. G- Jeff Probst's wife was married to Mark Paul Gossler. And, and so... Who's that? From... <laughs> Saved by the Bell. Blonde-haired kid. Well, of course I'm not going to fucking Blue. know that. 
This is getting so, you know, fuck you. The Foo Fighters are one of my favorite bands, and now I've lost all respect no, you, for them. Hang on, you're going to like... You're, you're saying gonna, no. everything except like, hey, there was a peacock running around in a tutu. Hang on, though. Here's the thing. So <sighs> the girl, their little girls are back there, and, and, and then Jeff Probst comes up, and he says, hey, man, how's it going? And I said, oh, good. He goes, I... You know, he does that thing where he goes, oh, yeah, I know, you know, whatever, blah, blah. So we start talking. Yeah, we both lost a daytime. Well, this is the great thing. So I forget that. I didn't even realize he had a daytime show because yeah. I've sort of, you know what I mean? That's Nobody my does. piece. But he, same with me. So so he, so I said, um, he said, are you guys, do you have a show? Do you have a new show? And I said, no. And he goes, because I saw you and your wife. You guys have a show. And I said, no, we taught it. He goes, you taught a life class. And I said, yeah, we taught a life class. He goes, oh, it was great. It was great. My wife and I, we watched those. Then... Dave that's comes a, in and they thing. start talking. That's the thing I don't expect a gentleman to say. Well, then Dave loud. comes over and then they're clearly close friends. So then he goes to me uh, and I said something about daytime talk show. He goes, don't I know it? And then I said, oh, dude. And he goes, oh, dude. <laughs> and it was that thing that like two combat veterans say to each other. Like, it doesn't matter where in the shit, even if you were in Da Nang or whatever, he was like. The and I we finished each other's sentence. The worst experience of my life, right? Yeah, but yeah. you picked up the money, but you like, and then they and they tell you you're gonna, and then they brought and I, he goes, and we both at the same time said, told stories at each other about how we were asked to address black people by using black language. Yeah, badonk badonk, and what was yeah. his thing? No, give an example of that because people might not know okay, exactly so, what you're saying because it, it so, was it was crazy well, to watch. So. It, the first thing that happened was, and this is what he, this is the thing he kept saying. People who have jobs, high paying jobs in big, in, in, at big studios, you know, at CBS and at mm -hmm. Sony, these are people who get paid shit tons of money Tribune, yeah. to come in and say to you the most racist thing. Yes. So the first time it happened was you and I, we were writing, we were working on our, we were, we were doing, we were doing test shows. And I had said something about someone's computer, or we had talked. We made a joke about a computer, and we got a note. We'd prefer if you not talk about computers because most of your audience won't have them. <laughs> and I said, I said it's 2006, and she goes, "Yeah, but there's a lot of black people that don't have computers." I was like, "That didn't come out of your mouth." <laughs> Please tell me that didn't come out of your mouth. The network has set down a list of words that they would like for you to incorporate into your relationship patter i'm sorry there is a list and it was on a memo and there was a list and the and it started with the with with the word badonk badonk <laughs> <laughs> it was i totally forgot about this it was it was absurd and then and and here it is here's probes 2013 2013 same, same thing. pandering shitty it's story. It's not like it's that far from 2003 and he goes, or and he goes, we kept, they kept telling me you're only going to have a year because his ratings were 0. 0.9. The same thing we had. Said we had. You have to have a 0. 0.10, a 1.0. But you don't really because no one's out. No, no, everyone's out. Yeah, and that's, so a, they that's did the, the exact size of money. He goes, unfortunately, I have, he goes, you know, I had, he goes, I, I, he goes, but I didn't have your experience because you didn't get anything you wanted. I got a producer I wanted because, you know, I, Les yeah. Moonvis put this together. I've got 12 years of Survivor, whatever it is, how many ever years of Survivor on my? Yeah, I have done that. You know what I mean? Right. I'm and I'm. You no, know, he's a, he's a big dog in he's the big dog, world. But he's of that a shit. fucking sweetheart, like yeah. a really fucking nice guy. Like you would have had a, if you'd have been there. I wish you'd been there with me because his wife, who's very very pretty, the one that was married to the guy from Saved by the Bell, 
she was his producer also on the set yeah. and then did sketches. And I go, well, my, my best friend did. They did sketches? Ske- yes, they did. She would come in and tell him he was wrong. Like they would, he was, you could tell they were writing Save the Ship sketches. <laughs> and then he said the same thing too. He goes, I love the guys at the crew, right? Yeah, the director, right? You just, all those people are on the same fucking ship. Yeah. And you're being shot at by the world yeah. and by your own people. You're being shot. You're, it's friendly fire. Yeah. It's notes that are killing you. And then I said, you know, I said, to be honest with you, you know, I didn't know you had a daytime talk show because I've never looked back. I've just never looked back. I don't know what's on daytime. I don't care. And I never watched one before. And he goes, I never watched one either. Right. He goes, it's just that they tell you you're going to be the thing. And it's hard not to believe it. And he goes, and you, and I, and I said, Jeff, let's be real. If it works, you can have the Foo Fighters play your party. If it works, the money is incredible. Yeah. But they don't usually work. No, they usually work. And when they do, they're Maury or, you know, they're they're this. Right. Everybody wants the brass ring of like Oprah, but Oprah earned it inch by inch yeah, by inch, by inch, by inch over time. But let's not forget that Oprah, like when we were on that show, we kept hearing about Oprah. And then we'd sit down and watch Oprah and she would have the most horror. So you were raped by six black men. Like you. Would oh, have, no, they, no that doubt. That shit was on all the fucking time. Yeah, no. She, she's, they, she's not above any of that shit. No. And she never acted above it, but she was able to make a compromise where. Okay, now here's some shit that matters, and we're going to do... Here's the thing that isn't going to rate. Me going to African schools. Right. But that's where I get my win. So she, by attrition, was able to put in things that mattered to her, and then books and shit. She fucking did something decent with the format, but no one has ever ever been able to recapture that, and they're not going to. And there's never going to be another Phil Donahue either. Like, those things are over. No, they're gone. And now it's just judge shows, so whatever. But he was very cool. So we're fucking sitting there. And we're all bullshitting and Dave's being super funny and he's telling a story about meeting Ken. Oh, this is so great. So he goes, he goes, I'm not sure I'm not allowed to tell this story. Fuck. I'll tell it to you in the break and I'll see if we can tell it. <laughs> it's a good story. It's not my story. It's his. And it, and it's, and it's, so I don't want to, I don't want to tell his story worst because he's telling it. podcast moments in his podcasting. <laughs> no. I know. No, literally the worst podcasting. You you went, oh my God, I had this great story. Ah, oh, fuck. You know what? I can't tell it. You, you, it's a podcast. You just like threw raw meat at a bunch of tigers and then yanked it back on a fucking invisible string. No one's going to hear. No one's going to care. This story isn't anything. I'll tell it. If I lose my friendship with Dave Grohl, well, at least I'll still have you guys. No. So... <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. He said, Kenny G's a dick. Well, yeah. And I said, he goes, no. He goes, dude. Now, here's the thing about Dave Grohl. And I, and I want you to know this. Dave Grohl is not unlike this podcast in that it likes you. It doesn't think that you're any different. We don't think you're any different than we are. Dave Grohl doesn't think anyone's any different than him. He just likes people. He's nice. He's nice to everyone. He treats everybody nice. Yeah. And everyone seems to enjoy him. And also because he's having the greatest life that's ever happened. Yeah. Literally the greatest life's ever happened. So he goes, I was at this music event and Kenny G was there and Macklemore was performing and I and Chris was with me from Nirvana. And I thought, they're all we're all from Seattle. What if we took a picture together? Like, you know, like we're a band. Yeah. Right? And he goes, so I go up to Kenny G and I'm like, hey man, what's happening? He goes, wouldn't it be great if we uh, took a picture, like you and me and Chris and and, um, and uh, Macklemore? And he goes, well, that's got to happen pretty soon, man. <laughs> what? And and he goes, well, we're watching Macklemore, so we would have to wait for him to finish. <laughs> 
And he goes, uh, well, you have to call one of my people. I'm not going to be around. What a fucking dick. Douchebag. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> how, how all over that fucking hey, photo would be? Kenny G, you get to take a picture with dudes who are cool. <laughs> are you into that? Cannot make it happen, man. Can't make it happen. Cannot. We're not gonna be able to make that you know happen. What? You need to talk to my people, because the. But G- here's the other thing too. It was like it was like I like the idea. Like Dave wasn't even simply. He was like, he wasn't saying it like it'll be. It'll be he didn't think it would be making fun of me. He just thought, what a good group of people in a photo. Fucking right. Macklemore. Right. 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 Kenny G, and those fucking grunge monkeys. It would have been great. Amazing. He's telling the story. We're all laughing. We're talking about tennis. His mom's there. His mom and Amira start hitting up. That's all I want to talk about is tennis. Knock, knock on the door. People have been coming in and out all night. Knock, knock on the door. Here comes fucking Sir Paul McCartney. Just walks right in. Oh, my God. Just walks right in. And you and you just, he walks in and you go, fuck. It's. Did he, he said, did he have to introduce himself and say, hi, I'm Paul? He walked in and was like, hey, everybody. Did he and, say, hey, and, I'm Paul? And, and yes. <laughs> Hello, I'm Paul. And no shit. And I said, I said, hey, I'm Greg, and this is my wife Amira. And he gave a firm handshake, and then he was just, and then he was just fucking in the van with it. And Dave and him were like, like they were old buddies. I mean, they, I guess they are. Did he do his joke? This Paul McCartney. Have you seen my ex-wife's leg? <laughs> no, he that's didn't. A that never one. came. That's up. a good one. He does that a lot. He had his new wife with him, and he was. Uh, He's married again. He was talking about. He goes, I flew home. He went to the Grammys, then got on a plane and flew home so he could drive his kid to school. He goes, I get home, I fucking drive her to school, and I get we get to school, and she goes, I'll see you, Dad. Well, I, fuck, I flew from the... Just leave, runs off, yeah. whatever. So that That's was what funny. They do. Yeah. So I shook Paul McCartney's fucking hand, dude. Wow. And he was impressed. You put a smell on him that he still can't... You know what he said? You know when you chop garlic, and you can't get that smell off his, your hands? And you're That's like, not what he said. Like a day later, you're like, what the fuck is... Oh, that's what I, I chop garlic. So... For like a day, Paul McCartney would like smell his hand and go, what the fuck? Oh, that's right. I shook that Greg Barron guy's hand. He got up real close to me, leaned oh, into God. my hair and went, fuck me. Vague stories with Gregor's. <laughs> Vaggers with Gregor's. That's so, that's so fucked up. God damn it. Pretty great though, dude. Pretty great to see Paul McCartney. Like, and just fucking Yeah, that's like, pretty oh cool. God. It was neat. Like, just, I saw jo- I saw John Lennon uh, two weeks ago. I met him at a... No, 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 no. You were on an episode of Marin. We were in a bouncy house. <laughs> you were on an episode of Marin. <laughs> no, I went down to a thing and me and John Lennon just happened did you, to be the Did same you watch Louis? Bouncy house. Do I watch Louis? Yeah. The television show? Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't watch it that often. I haven't watched it. But on the airplane, there was the three show arc of him, the Tonight Show arc. Oh, yeah. Good, right? That's some of the best television I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really good. That's crazy good. Yeah. Hmm. How does your bus story end? So... Tell me it crashes. No, we just go. He just left the bus. Well, here's a good story. So on our way to New York, we, uh, do you know what lemonade is? Lemonade? Yeah. It's where you put, you use uh, like lemons, <laughs> <Okay>. sugar and water <laughs> and you mix them up. Lemonade's like lemonade. Lemonade's like a new, like, um, like a, just a fucking hipster eatery, but it's all fresh, fresh, yeah. food, right? And it's yeah. like, you, yeah. So it's like a deli. So there's one in the airport now. So we're sitting do you know lemonade. what ice, do you know what iced tea is? Is it wrapper? <laughs> no, it's it's. Tea. Do you know what cocoa is? It's like cold tea. You know what cocoa is? It's like a the the powder or no? The... That's his wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Maybe her name is Cuckoo. I can't remember. <laughs> go ahead. 
So we go into lemonade. We have an hour. The plane's been delayed an hour, so we're eating our food. And Amir looks over at this girl and goes, I know you. And it is uh, Pam, Pamela Adlon. Now, Pamela Adlon uh, was uh, originally as a little tiny girl. She was in the last few seasons of uh, what's the, the show where the girls were all at the school? Um, fa- uh, right. Facts of Life? I don't know what that is. Then the, is, it, is it a new? A new? No, it's old. Old. Facts of Life? Facts of Life, yeah. yeah. Then, she was, then she was a voice on. She's a pretty girl. She looks a little bit like Garofalo. Then she was a voice on King of the Hill. No, it's not Facts of Life. She, was, she played Louis' wife in the first series. And now oh, she produces yeah, yeah. Okay. and writes Louis okay, yeah. with Louis, and at some point she had been dating him. Yeah. But she used to have uh, she used to have kids at the same grammar school our kids went to. Right. So her and Amira start talking, we start talking, she's fucking hilarious. And Amira goes, Didn't your first husband like run away or something? She goes, God, you remember everything. And she goes, Well, he had like some sex thing, or he has a whole other family. And she goes, Yes. He moved to Venice to get into movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is there. So she was talking about this guy, and she was being, she was only stating facts. She wasn't actually having a judgment. She goes, You went there to make movies, and, you know, he's in California. She was talking about how screwed women, working women in, in you think it's a man you get screwed yeah. money wise in a divorce as a working woman. Oh, yeah. It's you get even worse. Yeah, you get really screwed as so a So she's got to pay him all this fucking residual money, and he doesn't, he doesn't do anything. That's awesome. Anyway. Good for she's him. She's talking about him, talking about him, talking about him, talking about him. We're laughing, blah, and blah, then blah. And you blah, find blah. out who it is. This woman gets up. Oh, no. Got a bi-level haircut, a little what? boy. She walks out. She gets about halfway across the thing, and oh, she no. looks right at Pam and goes, I think I went to school with your ex-husband. What? And then she got a little bit further away, and she went, Ithaca, and then walked out. Ithaca? <laughs> yeah. That's where they went to school. But she listened to the whole thing and then basically said, I heard what you said, and what? I know who he is. Pamela freaked out the whole time. She was like, what the fuck just happened? How did that happen? It was just so weird. That's it was just insane. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Did the did the lady do like a slice across her neck? Like it, a, she could have. She could have done that. She had crazy blue eyes and like this weird bi-level haircut. I'll see you in Venice, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what it was like. Oh fuck, you're gonna find a horse head in your bed tomorrow. What happened? Holy oh, shit. Oh, Pamela sleeps with the fishes. Yeah, God it was. It was, a, it was a good. It was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. The Foo Fighters were fucking unbelievable. They're still fucking amazing. Yeah, they're a great band live. I saw them on one of their first shows live. They weren't that good, but they. Then I, you know, yeah, later concerts I've seen them. They, that guy, that guy's gone from being a drummer to a front man to such a front man. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he was great. He was super, super great, and he's such a nice person. That's a trip, though. Yeah. Like after McCartney left, nobody could say anything. It was like a bomb had gone off inside the van and everyone's head was just humming from yeah, like, sure. fuck, that guy was there. Like there's no, arguably. Uh, maybe the Stones. No, but famous, individually famous Mick person. I don't know that Mick Jagger's more famous than Paul McCartney. I think he might be. I don't know. Certainly not as rich. Um, what about, uh, what's the guy who wrote Short People? So yeah, so it's it goes McCartney, yeah, Jagger, yeah, Randy Newman, right, the singer for Imagine Dragons, right, right, right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> there was an article today about how the guy said, "Do you know who Dave Dave Clarkson is or whatever?" He's like, "There he goes, that's the singer for Imagine Dragons." 
you are now learning his name for the first time because I've said it. They've sold millions of records and you don't know who it's he is. It's just so sad they sold millions of records. Patton Oswalt's brother tweeted uh, today, I would like to imagine dragons breaking up. <laughs> they just, they sold millions of records. They have sold millions of fucking records and it's, it's, it's just horrendous. Greg. Yeah. Um, can I pee during this? Yeah, sure. You're going to... I'm going to talk about Squarespace. Oh, but I like Squarespace. I'm not going to pee during this. Uh, Greg, Squarespace is... Uh, they are our, our wonderful uh, sponsor here on the podcast, and um, I have them uh, as... They're, they're my website provider. I think that's what you call it. Um, but they... they yeah. I, I, you, I go over They there. host a website that I, you can create. I went around looking all online because I don't want to make... A, I don't want to... The thing is, I'm... Technologically, when I get into this stuff, I'm so stupid and I can't and I just blow it, whatever I'm trying to do. Like if I went into WordPress, it would be a total nightmare. So it's like looking around and I somehow stumbled upon a Squarespace. We ended up making a website so fast to use the templates. It's easy and you can make a million different templates and it always looks so clean and it's awesome. You can, you know, do it anytime. They don't shut down anymore <laughs> between uh, 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. and 8 a.m. Uh-huh. Like they used to. They used to shut it down. When Squarespace first started, yeah. they said, hey, the internet's closed <laughs> <laughs> at 1 a.m. Well, and it opens back up at 7 a.m. When you're two guys, it's hard to keep it up. Yeah. You know. But they go, 20, they go 24-7. They got people always on hand. It's like eight bucks a month. Yeah, it's good. You head over there. You put in the you put in the old keyword, the yep. uh, the the password. Plus Walk the, in the, the room. Spaces, the, uh, uh, we had one for the Golden Gate Count Club dog show, and we had to use it on our phones, and they look good on the phone. Oh, the, really? The mobile version yeah, of I've them actually, are really good. The drop-down menus, all that kind of stuff, oh, they're good. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they're yeah. good. Yeah, so uh, you can go over there, you can start a trial. You don't need a cre credit card. You can just start building your own deal. Uh, and they don't care what you do. Maybe you have a porn interest. Go ahead and make your own porn site. Do they not care? I don't know if they care. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I don't know enough. I know that they are, they are, they are a, they help you load up your content and let people know who you are, let who your business is. And it looks clean no, and they good. Look, they're great. And here's it the thing. When you have a website like I do, you have to keep asking someone to update it with just mo like, like the thing about being at a place like Squarespace is they're going to keep updating. They're going to keep, yeah. they're going to keep moving your site into the future and you don't have to worry about it, whether it's changing modules or however you want to be able right. to, to do things or being able to link stuff. So yeah, they're good. Uh, so if you decide to use Squarespace, which I think you should, because uh, it's just easier and better, uh, use the offer code walking the room and you get 10% off your first purchase. So that's pretty sweet. Uh, here's the things about Squarespace. I'm just going to right off the top of my head. It's easy. 24-7 support, not per fort. Designed, focused. They care about the design. They put some fucking time into that. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit how long it takes. No, they don't. There are people at Squarespace, just bloody fingers, because they won't stop working. You know the song Chain Gang? That's what it sounds like over there. That's the sound of the men working on the chain gang, and you just hear yeah. you just hear steel hitting steel. That's all it is. Yeah. They're, just, they're actually brothers. Just dudes. It's Kevin and Roger Steele. There's just dudes swinging steel, hitting steel. They're, yep. in, they're in their dungarees. They got yep. no shirts on. <laughs> nope. They're just banging away nope. at Squarespace. Uh, they got a great shower over there. <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> Get get yours today. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good ad. That right? was good. I think we nailed They'll that. Like it. Here's the thing. I was in a meeting with Audible because our new book is going to come out on Audible. And uh, they were like, yeah, you know, we advertise on podcasts. And, you know, you should mention it. I go, why don't you advertise on our podcast? <clears throat> that would help. 
They have advertised on our podcast. Well, they should do it more. But they did. But they did it through Libsyn. No, they just uh, need to do it through the old Gregor. They just need to go through. Yeah, they can just talk. They can just call you up and go, "Hey, hey, bro." Does does lips does uh, Audible use that kind of language? Hey, bro. They, I don't think they care. I mean, look, here's the thing. They uh, they got uh, it's just a fucking date. It's uh, he's just not that into you. It's called a breakup because it's broken. You should get over there. So I, I uh, books. what I want to talk about before I came here. Was, Are we going uh, breakless? No. Yeah, it looks like it. We only got like ten minutes left. Okay. So let's just go breakless. Yeah, it's our first one. I think we've done a breakless. No, we haven't. I don't think we've ever done. Maybe with a guest. Yeah. But that never breakless. Fuck, but that's because they wouldn't shut up. Oh God, it's like having two of you. So before I came over here, so here's what happened. We we we've been because in L.A. it's really difficult to send your kids to school in L.A. unless yes, you're going to put hard. them in a private school, which is expensive. But if you do public school, like that, most of the elementary schools are fine. Yeah. But when you get to middle school, it's a fucking nightmare. They, yeah. All the schools suck. So then everyone tries to get their get their kid in private school at that point. Then you're switching your kids' schools. Then you're fighting over schools and right. all these other people, and then and then you have to fight over even fewer good high schools. Well, and, the, the, and the, you know, there's this thing, there's this notion, and it's one of the big problems with the United States is like, well, why aren't you sending your kid to public school? And the thing is, is that you know, or or maybe the public schools would be better. No. They wouldn't be because the we're not the ones that are going to provide the money for the public right. schools, and the money's not there. Right. So if I have the money, I have to. I should give it to a private school because my kids are going to be taken care of just a little bit better. And it's like the argument of like, well, if everyone had bayonets, then we would have bayonets instead of guns. And you're like, well, I know, but I'm not going to give my kid a bayonet. He's going to lose. So I'm going to give him. A, you know what I mean? Yeah. They need. I'm not sure what that. What you just said? No. <sighs> I think you were saying I got a cheetah guitar strap. I think that you got. I think that you. It's like you were having an argument with a guy who said, "If you support public schools, why don't you put your kids in private schools in public schools?" And then you said that in your head, you're having this argument about. I think in my head, I was yeah. Well, I was being Governor Chris Christie. Yeah. Well, look, you know, God bless you. Have private schools, but they all can't be private schools because if they were all private schools then all the kids who actually need help would be getting fucking kicked out because that's what private schools do. Kids that are trouble get kicked out of private schools. That's that's how it works. And then they have nowhere to go. So you got to have public schools. Just fucking don't destroy all the public schools. No, I agree with you. I like so, public school. So anyway. I went to public school. But uh, yeah, but you have to... Yeah, we can talk about that later. It's a much more boring discussion. I, so we were looking... So we decided to move out of LA because what's happening in LA is it's this fucking crazy thing. Where it's the biggest school district in the country. Right. So th- all these rich people, all the conservatives from all over the country have decided to pour money in to try and get L.A. schools privatized. Because public school business is a trillion-dollar business in this country, and the fucking big greedy assholes want a piece of that. Right. So they're pouring money in, and it's just like a fucking battleground. All these people fighting over shit, trying to turn schools into charters and magnets. And charters are great. You know why? Because you get a school turned into a charter, and then five years later, they use thirty three. They lose thirty three percent of their funding. So how awesome does that sound? So anyway, we're like, we got to get the fuck out of L.A. school district. So we found a little town that's about twenty minutes away that we really like, that we've always liked. That you had a birthday party at once, right? With the bowling alley, yes. <clears throat> and uh, and we go up there to start looking and checking it out, just to see, like last weekend. Because our plan was sometime during the summer we move up there. So we get there and I'm and I go to this house and I find this house and I called the woman and she goes, Yeah, I can show it to you. So I go over there. 
and she tells me, oh, no, you have to register your kid here by the 25th of February. So we're like, what the fuck? Right. Or else they can get put in any school in the district. So now we're just like, what should we do? And we end up just renting that house. Do you like the house? Days. Yeah, I do like the house. <clears throat> but then we have to tell our kid. And he doesn't. He's got two best friends, dude. So yeah. he's got these two bros, Sonny right. and Jude. Right. And they're like, I mean, they're like, like they're like long lost brothers. Like they're they're all four and five, and their parents are like, you guys cannot move. They're all going to be heartbroken. Right. Like they're just like the three amigos, never right. separate, always talking about each other. Just three little dudes. You know, they have little secrets with each other. Right. They have all that shit. Like us. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had taken a picture of that face so we could put it up. So we took Finn. Yeah. We were at a Super Bowl party and they were like, all right, let's leave and break the news to Finn. Because yeah. we, we just like agreed and we want to show him the house and get him slowly used to it before we move in. Yeah. We took him out and we go, hey, so listen. Mommy and daddy found a new house to live in. It's a bigger house. And it's got a backyard and it's really nice. And then he just fucking bursts into tears. And just starts losing it. And the first thing out of his mouth is, what happens to Sonny? Oh, wow. It's Sonny moving with us. Like, yeah. it's just this whole fucking thing. Right. Now, luckily, our original plan was to move, like, in August and then put him into a school. But luckily, we're going to still have to drive back from that town to his old school in L.A. Right. So he's going to have some time to, uh, to Drag still out have his break. friends while, like, right. he's not moving and losing his friends right. at once. And hopefully he won't lose his friends, but you know they'll—they're just not going to be in the same school anymore. And they yeah. weren't anyway. They're all going to leave school anyway. Yeah. At this age, but I've never had to sit down and. You break, never had to sit down. Never had to sit down and break some fucking news to my kid. Yeah. That's heartbreaking for mm-hmm. him. Like he was fucking devastated. Yep. It took everything in me to not say you can have a dog. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> I tried to put two dogs on the wound last year. <laughs> <laughs> they just made it worse. I don't know. I don't want. I love those dogs. I don't want a mountain. You have two mountains. I love those dogs. I want. I, can I tell you something? That dude got so excited when I got home today. He knocked the gate down in the kitchen, which is bolted to the wall. What? He loves me so much. He doesn't know how to deal with it. His he starts running in place. He can't fucking believe that I'm home. <laughs> He's the dumbest animal. Ever. I've never had anything be that excited about it's like I'm Paul and he's every Beatles fan ever. <laughs> he just goes batshit. She just wants to play ball. She's like, Well, is he gonna throw the ball for us? Because I don't otherwise this is useless. I don't know what you're so excited about. And he's like, I just want to be touched and bit and throw I'm gonna lay down, but I also want to be rubbed, but I also want to stand up. Like oh he just God. loses his fucking mind. That's yeah, Waffles amazing. is bummed too, because Waffles used to be the fucking, you know. Waffles was the yeah. yeah. They all yeah. like me. I like the animals. It's gonna be, I mean, in the end. You should open a zoo. Um, we made a zoo. Three dog, a dog zoo. Show. Three dog zoo is a good name for a zoo. It's a good name for a band. Um, what? How was the dog show? I mean, it was a. It was. A, I think we did even worse than last year. <laughs> I mean, it went off without a hitch, pretty much. I mean, a Doberman <laughs> bit a handicapped kid, but other than that, it worked out fine. Did we had our really we happen? had our we had our annual family meltdown on stage. No, did that happen? Did I did. Doberman the, beat a yeah. handicap kid. Yeah. What kind of handicap? Yeah. I uh, I don't know. 
Okay. I don't know. So then how, what would you had a family meltdown on stage? Oh, there's always a family fight on the, at the, there's just always. Over a, the mics? No. Well, the, one of the mics was on. It just happens. What, what, it, what, what was the fight? Over? Janitor to ring three. Janitor to ring three. What was the fight? Oh, over? it's just one of those things about who was going to go talk to somebody and somebody like that. And then I was like, I'll go, you know, just, it was just, it's just when me and my dad and my sister get together, we make a juice that explodes. <laughs> That's I it. Mean, me and my dad, fine. My sister and my dad, fine. My sister and me, fine. All three of us, it just somehow... Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you never say in regards to your family, <laughs> make a juice that explodes? Hey, should we go out? Do we want to talk about uh, about uh, the actor that passed away? Yeah, we can talk about that briefly. I got to say, I met him. Uh, I met Philip Seymour Hoffman. So when I first moved here, there was a, there was a, like an open micy whatever comedy room. I don't even think it was open mic. I think it was a book sort of show at this place called the the One Hundred One, which is like a diner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and it was fine. And I went up and did a set, and uh, and then I was sitting at the counter eating, and all of a sudden this dude taps me on the shoulder, and he's just like, "That was fucking fantastic." And I turn around, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. And he goes, I just want to come over and say how great that was. He's like, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm talking to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Now, what did he done He's at that point? He's pretty young at this point. So I'm not sure. He'd, already, he'd made a name for himself, but he was still pretty young. Because the first thing I, I remember seeing him in was... Definitely Ben Lebowski. Definitely Lebowski at that point. What is he in Lebowski? He is... Doesn't he work for the the rich guys and the rich guys henchmen kind of? Oh, right. I, I think that's right. I don't know. I don't know Lebowski that well. I, I uh, he was in Scent of a Woman. Yeah. Um. So he was he was one of those guys. So I talked to him for a few minutes, and he was just like just a super nice guy. Yeah. Like he he's one of those guys that was like I, I would describe him him as oozing enthusiasm. Yes. And like happiness. Yep. He's one of those guys that you meet, and you're like, I want to hang out with this guy. Yeah. This guy's just fucking cool and fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked for a little while and then, and he was very like, I can't believe you can do that. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're an actor. He goes, that's just a different ball game. What you do. He goes, I'm working with people. You're just up there. Like he was like very sort of enthusiastic about the whole thing. And I don't know. He was just a super nice guy. And on top of that, fucking what an actor. Yeah. Just fucking like one of those guys that just. With just so much game. And then on top of that, a dad of three kids. Yeah. Young kids. You know, it's funny because I, I don't know him, but I was, I know, you know, because he, he had a really very long streak of sobriety. Yeah. Very long. When I got, like, he, he had, I mean, I don't even know, like, more than half of his life almost. And, um, and he was a, and just roundly, like everybody that I knew in or out of the program, was just a good guy. Yeah. He's like a good guy to be around. He helped guys get sober. He was around for other actors to yeah. like, he's just a good dude. And, um, uh, and so it's just a shame. Yeah. Know? And it's that thing of, uh, you know, and then there's all this horse shit. You know, every time some of these people die, then the debate, you know, well, it's just another fucking dead, you know, this, no, that not. thing. And it's yeah. that thing where you go, <clears throat> it's so personal. And so almost unexplainable, even to the person doing it, which I can f- completely vouch for, mm-hmm. that you can't judge them. No. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Right. Something isn't clicking, and they don't know how to fix it. And everyone's like, well, why didn't you just talk to somebody? 
because I thought I could solve it. Every one of us is built with a thing that's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fix this. I can do yeah. it. And then you're like, I'll just have, if I just, because nobody says, hey, you know, I'm just going to do a bunch of this shit and drop dead. They're like, I'll just do one and that'll level me out and I'll be fine. Right. I just going to take one of the dog pills because I'm fucking suicidal and it's Christmas and I don't want to kill myself at Christmas because that seems like the wrong time to do it. And man, that feels better. No, and the next thing you know, what's that? February. No, no, no. I'm talking about me. Oh, when right. I did okay, it, sorry. when I took it My the first time, and then it just ended up being two years. Yeah. You know, it was well, one that's what he, he to started, solve a problem. He started with the prescription drugs. Right, because he, he hurt himself. Off. Yeah. And, then, and and the prescription drugs are the thing that's fucking getting everybody, is killing everybody Yeah, they're everybody really now. fucking up all everybody. The, over, all the fucking prescription stuff. But anyway, um, it's a shame. He's a fucking good actor. Great was a great actor. Yeah. Um, he's still got two more Hunger Games movies coming out. Oh, they in the can? They shot him. Oh, fuck. They're in the can. That's and he was great in it, too. He's a guy that when he shows up in a movie, and like if he shows up in your favorite, like if you, like when he showed up in Hunger Games, I was like, well, now it's just even another bet. Now it's him and Donald Sutherland acting in a scene. Right. Where it's just two guys that love to act. Yeah. Just actors acting. You yeah. know what I mean? The people that can really fucking do it, you know? So it was good. It was good. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a, he's a, he's an, a genuine, like real loss. Yes, I watched The Master. I did not understand what was happening the whole time. But when he was on screen, I was like, I don't care. Whatever he's saying. Cool. <laughs> I know. He's I love the way. I, you know, the thing about Paul Thomas Anderson is so frustrating. He's like, I love where you put your camera, bro. I love what's in this shot. Yeah. And I love the way this all looks. I do not know what's happening. And I've never <laughs> understood Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> so that's me. That's me. That's me. I saw, seen- I, I saw American Hustle. I thought everyone was acting really well. I don't know what they were doing. I, know. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. Have you seen True Detectives? Yes. Have you seen the third one? Yeah. Fuck me. No, the fourth one's happening right now. No, it's not. It's not on. Oh, they, the Super it's Bowl. the Super Bowl. Fuck yeah. that. It's it's we're watching an actor do something that has rarely, if ever, happened on television. Yes. McConaughey is. It's one of the greatest acting performances I've ever seen in my life. Here's what's amazing about it too: if you are if you're playing the chess the acting chess game in your head and you know acting tropes, and you think he's going to go up, he goes down. You think yeah. it's going to get more intense, it gets sillier. He think it gets heavier, it gets lighter. Yeah. It never goes to the same place, and the and he brings it back around every time. Yeah. Just when you think is this character going to get unbelievable? Nope, he's going to reach for that fucking beer can. Like he's yeah. going to do. He's great, and Harrelson's good too. Yeah, no, Harrelson's great. Harrison's great, but he's he's up against a guy that is fucking locked in. Right. Well, he has the far more interesting part. Yeah, he does. Harrison's a dick. Yeah. But Woody Harrelson must have looked at his things and go, so then I fuck somebody. Wait, how many times am I naked? So I, oh, I am my wife, and then I get to... Yeah. That, the first girl he has sex with is just... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, it's ridiculous. It's out of hand. No, she... I didn't she, even know they made it, him like it doesn't even. It doesn't even... It, it's the one thing that stands out in the show where I go, well, that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know what I mean. That never happens. She's way that too attractive. She wouldn't be fucking that guy. No, never. Like, none of it. No, no. She. Moved, I mean, even if that girl had a had a, a low moral bar, she would have gotten into a magazine or a film. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she wouldn't have stayed yeah. there just to put her butt in Woody Harrelson's face. Right. She would have gotten into like a you know get into a she would have done a Playboy thing. Or right. Something, right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um. All right. That. So we did a podcast this week. We got to do another one uh, soon because I leave again this weekend. You know. Sketch fast, and then I go away for uh, to North Carolina. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, oh, we gotta we gotta say who the uh, so so we did a podcast last week that was a uh, 
a best of a best of put together thing. And um, here's a great thing about what's happened with all things comedy, which, by the way, have been great. They are great. They're doing yeah. great shit there. We don't talk about it enough. But anyway, um, they gave us an intern. They did. And this this cat just showed up. And last week, Dave and I realized we couldn't make a podcast. And I wrote, you know, my fault. We couldn't do it. I had to release the cats. And within like 20 minutes, this guy's like, I've already cut together a best of if you want it. Yeah, he had it ready for us. He's like the magical intern. So so nobody knew who it was because uh, he posted on, we posted some uh, hints on, on Twitter and everyone's trying to figure out who it was. Uh, so we can announce it now. Yeah. The guy who put it all together. He uh, he has done fan fiction for us, yes. which I think we've put up on Facebook or we've yeah. linked to it on Facebook from yeah. our site. Uh, Michael Wayne yep. is the gentleman. So Isn't we want to thank him. That was awesome of him to do because we we fucked up. We couldn't get it together and uh, time wise. Yeah. And here's the thing, guys. It's um, this is a very this is going to be a strange year for this. Next week, we'll tell you what's going to happen with uh, the, the starfish. But I go away. I looked at it. I go away, supposedly for seven weeks, but with travel, I'm going away for three months. Right. I'm essentially going for three months. So, which Dave's going to have to have some co-hosts and yeah, uh, have, to guest, have, guest have some guests and stuff. But we're not giving up the ship. That's just what we have to do. Yeah. You know. Um, and uh, uh, so, I don't want anyone to lose faith or you know feel like oh, is that you know. Yeah. Uh, Starfish Circus uh, March twenty ninth. We're going to name announce guests really soon. Monarch's gonna be there, and then this weekend, uh, bring the rock with uh, bring the rock's pretty crazy. Karen Kilgariff, Bob Goldthwait, uh, Matt Nathanson, um, uh, Chris Hardwick. Uh, that'll surprise people. Uh, <laughs> bless his heart. Bless his heart. I had a bad day, um, and um, that's a couple others. I'll, I'll and I'll post them. Uh, and then I have uh, I have an album out. And uh, I'll be at uh, hosting the All Things Comedy Show at Largo on February 11th with Bill Burr, Al Madrigal, Jay Larson, Graham Elwood. It's a good. That's a good show. Yeah, it's a solid show. Uh, all right, glitter done. Glitter done. Glitter done.